What's going on, everyone? You're listening to the Anti-Art Podcast. I'm here with Troy. Hey, how you doing? And our boy Peter over here. What's up? It's Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Just killing it on the, on the guitar right now. Let me, let me prioritize this real quick. Yo, this is dope as hell. Oh my god. <laughs> this is fun. I riffed that jump. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Dude, seriously, I felt like I was in a trance for a second. Yeah, I was yeah, I could have done that for a whole hour. Fuck the fuck the podcast. Fuck talking and shit. <laughs> so yeah, we're chilling. We're in Los Angeles in uh Koreatown right now. It's the first time being in LA for the two of us over here. Yeah. yeah. I live in LA. So full time. What part what part are you live in? I live in uh Century City in the middle, right in the middle of LA. Mm-hmm. We haven't been to that area yet. We've been like kind of west side area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We just been doing all the touristy stuff right now, just you know, just trying to see like like you know all the cool sites before we head home. Yeah, we've had a weird couple of days, bro. <laughs> oh my god! Did he tell you what like uh, like our weird days that we've been having? No. I mean the the fact that we went to that Tim Burton bar and there was like a Chucky, like there's like a little <laughs> guy like running around dressed as Chucky. Yeah, dude was like fucking touching all my legs and shit, like <laughs> walking under the bar. It was fucking weird. It was like very gimmicky. And then yeah, and then was we... an actual Tim Burton bar. Yeah, so like, so it's a bar that's like inspired by all of his movies. Oh my god, <laughs> were some weirdos in there, bro? Yeah, it it's all it just seemed like like you know the kids you knew in college that are like really into Harry Potter or something. Yeah, like it just seemed like that type of crowd. It seems like shit that you would have thought was cool in like two thousand three. I mean, I might like to go there. That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. But um, what else was? Oh yeah, and then there was like this dude who was like seven feet tall. He was dressed as um fucking Michael Myers, and he just kept like staring people down. Yeah, I kept like bumping into me and shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking weird. And nobody was selling crack on the Hollywood Boulevard. Uh definitely. No, yeah, people were. You know, like <laughs> dude, Hollywood Boulevard is like so crazy. I mean, I feel like LA is just so crazy when like the sun goes down. It's like a totally. Oh, on the west side, it's just dead. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah, we're chilling here. We uh we linked up through Instagram basically. Um how exactly did you find our profile? I'm trying to remember how we like first connected. I don't know. I I just well, I'm an A&R for a record label here in LA, so I'm like looking at all kinds of music publications and people mm-hmm. are uh, listening to new music and uh I, you guys were dope, so I checked you out and I reached out to you guys. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. I feel like we've been having a lot of crazy opportunities ever since then. Um, we've talked to Andy Morin, uh, you know, Flatlander of Death Grips. Um, a lot of the people that we reviewed in the past, like Alice, uh, what, how do you pronounce her name? Longu Gal? Yeah, she rules. <laughs> yeah, she's the best. She's so funny. And you've like worked with her in person and stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. She um, she works with Andy and uh, my friend uh, St. Patrick all the time. So. Mm-hmm. You guys have a song coming out or anything like that? I don't know. We we've made a few. I don't know it, what what's dropping. That's like not my role, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just you know I find the I find the artists and I uh, make some beats sometimes, but I'm not in the the business side of it. Oh, I got you. So you basically like you you guys like almost like stockpile music or something, and then it's like every once in a while it's like oh that single's coming out like kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Like we just we try to make as many songs as possible. It's like playing the lottery you know the more times you play the better chance you have to win so yeah so it, it, this is like a cool peak like almost like inside the music industry because there's all these different roles that people don't even like think about you know what i mean it's like almost like you get in like where you fit in 
and I feel like you know how to play electric guitar super good. Like you probably know how to produce well, that kind of stuff. You know how to write songs, like and and talk to people and be personable. So like you fit in as an A and R, and also like almost like a artist too, a producer. Yeah. So well, I think it helps that I that I make music. So when I'm uh, looking at producers. Or if I'm listening to music, I can like hear like what's happening in the music. I'm not just like looking at numbers or who's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. And so, um, who else have you worked with uh, that that we would know like uh, recently? You know, I mean, um, AG uh, AG clubs at the studio all the time. Uh, I work with Payday all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, work with I Love Maconan a lot. That's like the main artist I work yeah. with. Yeah, shout out I Love Maconan, bro. He he came through with the merch, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out. That was awesome. I really appreciate it. How did you uh, get your hands on this stuff? Well, me and McConan are pretty good friends, and I picked up a bunch of stuff at his house last time I was over there. And uh, I don't know, I like giving it to people as gifts and like letting people know about the brand. Yeah, it's it's a dope brand, honestly. We're like fully decked out in Mr. Bitch and uh, what is it? <laughs> Martha's, Martha's World. Shout Martha's out Martha's World. Yeah, shout out Martha's shout out. World. Yeah. yeah, yeah, coming in with the hookup. It was so nice of you guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, um, yeah, this shit is this shit is dope. It's really happy. It's really dope <laughs> to have uh, some some swag. You know what I mean? Here, let me hear that guitar a little bit again, bro. That shit was fucking nuts. I just made that up on the spot. Oh my god, freestyle guitar solo, love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, man. And how, how do you? Yeah, dude. Thank you. Well, I'm trying to make some weird stuff because it's not necessarily like for music. So I want it yep. to be kind of like you know atmospheric and background music. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Are you? Have you ever considered like uh, working for like a TV or like a movie company, like doing music for them? I would love to like score a movie or something, or just like you know, a lot of times I just watch television shows and I play along to it. Like, what is, what's the mood of the episode or? Mm. you know just for fun and i think that would be cool i think that's how a lot of people work like um i know yeah like david lynch works like that i know like the, the dude who may drive also like works like that where they have visuals and they just kind of like play to the the visuals essentially yeah well everybody's got like visuals going when they're recording music anyway mm-hmm. so like to set the vibe in the room mm-hmm. so like i'm basically already doing that yeah that would be like a, a dream come true i feel like that's that's the only way people actually make money in music is is through, if you get synced in like movies and stuff. That's true. And if it gets if it gets syndicated or if it's like a really cult the classic movie or something. Yeah. Like um who's the fucking dude who made the drive soundtrack? Like Johnny Jewell who made uh, the soundtrack for Drive and yeah. then it was adapted by some other dude. Um but yeah, like it's like super it can be like a super iconic thing that like people like know forever and it's like something you just like riffed and made like Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I really like 80s like horror synth sounds and I like um it's the one with Harrison Ford and uh, Blade Runner. But, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. it's a good one. Yeah, 
like the like all the synths and like the yeah, like love, synth pads and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I love mm. the synth pads. But I got the this thing on my guitar right now that kind of makes my guitar like a synth pad. So, really? Yeah. Well, it kind of sounds like you know it sounds more synthetic because uh, it's got all the extra like phasers on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe later on we can uh, switch up the effects and we can do like a different like tone or something like that. That's just crazy. <laughs> How the fuck do you just come up with that on the spot? I, I don't understand. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to make some weirdness happen. And usually when I try and play bad, it comes out better. Really? Be <laughs> yeah. You're learning some lessons from fucking Andy Morin, bro. I guess. You yeah. Know, he's like go crazy with it. And then all of a sudden it's like, how there, the fuck did that come out? Like melodic. Yeah. There's no rules really, to be honest with music. So it's just better to just like lose your mind, do some weird stuff and then like pick up the pieces when you're done. That's true. I feel like in like the seventy, like the yeah, like early seventies, like Giorgio Mordor, like when he made like pretty much like made like EDM or electronic music, like he like created that genre. I just feel like he was just like fucking around on his synthesizer, yeah, type of shit. And then all of a sudden, it's like a whole new spawn of music. You know what I mean? Just from that like one moment, like in the studio type of shit. Yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy. I wish I was like on some new technology, like whatever, like the newest like synthesizer or whatever sound thing. like ai synthesizer <laughs> yeah i wish like i could be on the cutting edge of what's like the new technology that would be cool yeah man well you've only been out here for a couple of years right yeah i've been here for two years yeah so i mean i feel like the more time you spend here i feel like the more you're going to be on the cutting edge and like people are going to recognize what you're doing and shit like that yeah i i hope so but i just want that's just like how you like create a genre of music and like that's like something i'm super interested in like being like the first person to make a certain type of music you know uh, yeah i feel like that's mm. i wouldn't say it's easier than ever but it's more achievable than ever because there's so many different micro genres like a vapor wave um you can just mix things together very easily because yep. it's, it's mm. in some aspects it's easier to just make music now on the computer mm -hmm. like really like fast music you can like make hundreds of beats a day like people are making beats on beats on beats in 10 minutes mm -hmm. and like you know stockpiling yeah yeah that's definitely insane and and uh, you were talking before about how you're like pretty good friends with um isla mcconan we were just listening to the album that you guys like produced together maybe you could tell us a little bit about like how that came together like yeah. to, to our audience who doesn't know okay so i was uh working in the studio and he mcconan comes by because he's friends uh with my boss nick mm -hmm. and uh he's like all right i want to make my debut album which, you know, it's hard to believe, but this is his first album. Everything else was mixtapes. Oh, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 really crazy Like um, that I saw that this year. I was like, debut album? I'm like, hasn't this man been out for like so long? Like, Yeah, I'm, since like 2012 or 13 or something. He just has so much music out. Like, I just would have assumed he would have already had an album. Yeah, but this is like the first official album. And um, he came and we like hit, hit, hit it out the park. Like the first day we made like three really good songs. Mm-hmm. And then we just made the whole album together after that. You know, we got a really close uh, close bond from that. Do you remember what songs uh, those were? Like, at least one of them? Yeah, so we made Whoopsie, mm. uh, Too Sexy, <laughs> um, and we made If It's Cool all on the same day. Oh, I, I like If It's Cool. That's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's real cool. Yeah. I, yeah. Like the one. I like Whoopsie, too, a lot, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, it was just like a wild day, and like we were just like on fire. And yeah. he, you know, he just kills it with the freestyles. Yeah, no, I can, I can, I can see. I feel like him and like Lil B or something have the same kind of energy where they just like they just get on the mic and they just like come up with a whole world. Yeah, like from what they say. <laughs> like, well, a lot of people freestyle, but like he 
can make like full songs, you know, just in his head. Like a lot of people like mumble and do like, I'm fucking your bitch, hey, fucking your bitch, hey, but he can make like a real song like on the spot. It's amazing. Yep. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And you were saying, like, speaking of that, you were saying like that song, Whoopsie, <laughs> like the way that it came out, like the way that you guys made that together. Shit, let me fucking silence that. The way that you guys made that together, like he, he like dropped something, right? And you said, Whoopsie, like yeah, all weird. And you're yeah. just like, <laughs> he like dropped a lighter or something. And uh, he said, whoopsie. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, you should make that a song. And then we did, and it was fire. <laughs> that's crazy. Wow, dude, that's crazy. I, yeah, I feel like like when you guys like make music, it's just like you guys just like put everything in it. And then you're like, oh, shit, like that was like that was fire. And then you just build upon, and they just build like, upon that. Like, I don't know. I, it just sounds like you guys have like just like amazing energy in the room. You guys that's link the up. The key is to be having fun and to be like happy and just like you're not like constricted or like i'm trying to make a hit it's just like oh i'm gonna make something cool for my that me and my friends will like and yeah like that's the best way to do it yeah because if, if you and your friends like it like who like who gives a fuck if it's if, if like somebody else doesn't like it or something like that right? that's my whole philosophy like i make music for like my five friends yeah that, that's how we make this podcast too <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much for our, yeah. fo- for our 15 followers <laughs> who, yeah. who follow like Shout out to you guys it's funny because we can see the analytics you know what i mean afterwards so it's like we see like 20 people downloaded it and that happens like once every week. We wonder if those are like the same 20 people or different people each week. I don't know about how we have like a little cult building. Yeah, for sure. I wonder what they're doing with it because it's like so much content. I wonder if they're going to like chop it up and make little YouTube videos. Oh, like, like our shit you're saying? Yeah. I, I wish they would. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Seriously. Be, Go ahead and do that, guys. Please. If you, if you want. Make yeah. our jobs a lot easier. <laughs> make fun of it. Make remixes. All that shit. Oh, please. Oh, you know what's funny? Like, what was it? We When we started the page, like, what was it? Five months later, somebody made a meme about us. And it was just like it was basically fun of Ryan's yeah. uh, reviews because like the meme was just like oh I really like this album I really like the guitar progression I really like the chorus I really like the singer D minus <laughs> <laughs> yeah because because the way I don't know the way that I I grade music at least like a D for me is like I don't like it but like it has redeeming qualities if it's like a D plus or something like that C is like I really li- I do like it you know what I mean and then B is like love and up so like I don't mm-hmm. know I I feel like this is our, since this is our first year starting this like it's kind of like. I don't know. I'm still trying to find the grade scale because I'm copying off of like Fantano a bit. I'm definitely copying off of Pitchfork a bit. Definitely. You're not copying off of the Pizza Review, off of Barstool Sports, uh, and him too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, he's uh, Dave Portnoy. Shout out Dave Portnoy. He's actually my major source of inspiration. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's cool. He's, I, I love when he has to like uh, uh, every time I'm on my feet, I just get like emergency um, press conference right now. Yeah. <laughs> just like oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, what happened? Like Sam and Schwartz are banned or something like that? Like <laughs> it's like a national broadcast. He's just like, I can't believe they stopped Dogecoin. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Welcome to the anti dungeon. Look at those headphones. This one's called Mountain Phase. Oh. Already crazy. Mountain. I think I got it. Good shit. That was mountain. What is it? Mountain phase. Yeah. 
There's like all these cool ones. Oh, what's this one? It's called Notched Out, so see how the equalizer is moving across. It's like taking out frequencies in like a, a pattern. Whoa. It'd be cool to put this on your voices when you're doing the podcast. Dude, seriously. Shit is fire. I'm, I'm feeling that. That's a cool one. Yeah, you guys should like produce an album for me. Just tell me what to play. And yeah, I think there's people <laughs> in LA that have a job doing that for sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I'm trying to move out here soon, and I'd like to find, I'd like to uh, help finding a job like that. <laughs> Actually, that's what I want to do. I don't even want to play the guitar because that shit's hard. Yeah, so I just want to <laughs> pick the cool noises. Yeah, I got you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds tight. <laughs> that sounds dope. That's a, that sounds amazing. That's like what Rick Rubin does, probably. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I feel like that's what he did with Jesus, and I feel like that's why. You ever you ever listen to Jesus? The Kanye yes, album. Yes, it's like one of my favorite ones. Yo, me too. That's yeah, my same here. That's my favorite. Over yeah, the years, like it's th- super intense. I like it. I feel like I feel like uh, someone like you would have been like good on that album. That's like pretty much what Arca did on that album. Like um, starting off, it was like 2013. That was like the beginning of uh, her career, essentially. Yeah. And it was just like yeah, just like put dogs barking into this song, or like you know what I mean. Have like laser synths just go psh, psh, like. I, yeah, I think a lot of people, when I work with artists, they always, like, say they want to make something that sounds like Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. Kanye definitely was, like, ahead of the curve there. where He always is, but, like, he knew that, like, that wasn't popular at the time when he was doing no, it. No, I hated no, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I hated it, too, when it first came out. But, like, now I think a lot of people are trying to be on this, you know, dark, edgy, edgy wave, like Nine Inch Nails type music. You know? Yeah, right, like industrial uh, mm-hmm. type shit. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think Jesus is definitely one of the best. And like, uh, me and my friends, like, uh, if you don't know, like, we took a trip down to uh, Atlanta basically for the Kanye premiere, and we were just listening to all of his albums back to back. So we got through the whole entire discography by the time we got there. And yeah, I decided that Jesus is the best. Jesus? Yeah. Yeah, I, would, I like Life of Pablo. I like uh, Kids See Ghost a lot. Yeah, I like Kids See Ghost too. I like them in the first three albums. It's just, I feel like the first two albums are so good. Yeah. Where they're like every single song is like a classic song in hip hop. So it's hard to go against those ones too. I think my second or, I know my third favorite is Graduation. My second favorite is definitely My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, I love that one too. That's like my number one too. It's like my beautiful dark is the fantasy, and then Jesus. Like just those two were just so iconic in his career too. It was insane. Eight oh eight and heartbreaks is also really important for like the, the future of music after that came out because a lot of people started doing emo, um, auto tune singing on eight oh eights, and they just, and that's like one of the main things happening right now, which hmm. is crazy that he did that like ten years ago. That's true, like Lil Peep or like Juice World or even like Kid Leroy yeah. type shit. Yeah. Even Lil uh, Uzi Vert too. Fact, Drake. I think he said that in like an interview once and he's just like, I'm like really inspired by 808s and Heartbreaks. Yeah. So how did you kind of get yourself started? Like, like you're not from LA, obviously. You're not from Cali. But no, like... I used to play football in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, I, I was... I was in a band in France. I played uh, pro football in France, like in 2015. Oh no way! Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that. That's yeah, fucking. What? That's a crazy. Yeah. Go, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so yeah, I played college football or whatever, 
And then I was trying to go to the NFL. They didn't pick me up for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And um, I ended up playing uh, a year in France. And it was like the time of my life. It was like the best experience ever. So I was just like drinking beer, eating cheese every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just like playing football and working out, like going to parties, like going to other countries. It was like yeah. the best time of my life. Wow. Yeah, that, that sounds like, that sounds like super ideal. I yeah, like. I got in a freaking band in France. It was crazy because they liked it because I could speak English and sing in an English accent because we just did all covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you play guitar back then? Yeah. So when did you start playing guitar? I started playing guitar in college. Um, there was just like I, I lived in this house over the summertime mm-hmm. um, that it was like abandoned. And there was like no AC, no electricity. There was like mad bugs. It was the worst. So were you like squatting? No. Kind of, but it was, <laughs> it was like I was just there over the summer and all that. Yep. Everything was closed for the summer. I was there training for football. So I just, there was a guitar in the house and I just started learning how to play. That's a fucking crazy origin story, bro. Just yeah. like a yeah. found guitar wow. and an abandoned house. Yeah. That's a sign f- from God, man. <laughs> and yeah. in your college years too, because like a lot of people, they have this preconceived notion that you have to um, be able to play guitar like as a child. You have to be like a, you like know a what I mean? prodigy or something. Yeah, like, like, like the way Well, there you- are lots of people that are like six years old that are amazing at guitar. Oh, for sure. I, it's just yeah. crazy that I like, like you're, you're this good at guitar and you learned like in college, like that's when you started. I would have expected like, oh yeah, like I picked up my, my first guitar when I was like, you know, five or six or seven or something. Oh no. I, I mean, I played like cello when I was little. I don't know. I just, I was just always playing football. So then I was like, I don't got to play this guitar. It's cool. I just like played Green Day and mm-hmm. like Blink-182 songs. Yeah. And like, I just practice. You have to practice so much though. The the main thing I learned like when I was playing guitar, um, when I was younger, it was like, it's like repetition. You know what I mean? You yeah. Just do it over and over again. My thing is I had no discipline. Mm-hmm. I like, I would be playing like Guitar Hero and I was really fucking good at Guitar Hero, like expert, <laughs> but like I was shit at regular guitar. People say that helps, though. They say uh, Post Malone learned that way or something like through that. Through Guitar Hero? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you definitely can, but I was just like, I was just fucking shredding Guitar Hero. And then, and then when my uh, uh, fucking like instructor wanted me to learn chords or like he wanted me to play like Beethoven, like simple chord progressions and that kind of stuff, I was just like, no, I have no interest. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I just want to play fucking like the Black Parade like right now. Yeah, that shit. makes sense. Well, it is like you have the time. It's like the timing is good, you know, for your hand, hand-eye coordination. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think I, I like Guitar Hero. I've had hella fun playing Guitar Hero. Yeah, it's a good ass game. We should uh, we got to have an anti Guitar Hero battle or something. Dude, I have like all the games for like Xbox 360. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got to <laughs> set this up one day. Yeah, man, we got to play. Yeah, dude, I was a huge fan of it. I literally had like my brother and I bought the two guitars and like we would just you know just keep shredding it. Well, I mean, not me. I kept the, like the crowd kept booing me. You know, I was never good at it for yeah. sure. Oh my god! Nothing like kills your confidence than like hearing like that virtual crowd. Yeah, that virtual crowd just like booing you off the stage. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. So, have you played any uh, recent like live shows? Do you do that? Uh, I have done live shows. I did a show in Vegas with this artist named Jumax. We performed in front of so many people. Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna be doing shows like just local like house party shows around here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I haven't really been doing much. I've just been producing every day. Yeah, I got you. So um, it, could you give us any sort of like sneak previews of who you're going to be producing for soon? Like um, anybody, anybody like that we should be uh, like looking out for other than AG Club and uh, and Payday? Well, I th- I'm going to be working with um, McConan again really soon. I'm probably going to go visit him in the next month or something to make some new music. Dope. Just to see. I don't know if we're going to release anything, but you know, it's just cool to hang out. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
yeah either way it, it, you can just do something like this where you're just fucking shredding guitar and just like getting high and uh, he's, he's super into like acid and that kind of stuff yeah like psychedelics yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah and yeah it's just the best to make music and just like look at colors and make art like we don't even have to make music every time we could just do like just hang out it's so beautiful up there in oregon so mm-hmm. i love hanging out up there does he live in like the city part of uh like Portland? Yeah, he lives in the city okay got you and I know you recorded that that shit in like a cabin, like the debut. Yeah, we recorded uh, the My Parade album in a log cabin. It was actually in Washington, oh. but it like across the river from Portland, you know, in a suburb. Yeah, I didn't even realize like like you were behind this. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just crazy. Like like I was listening to that on the bus, like doing a review of it or whatever, or like the train. I was just like, yeah, this is like one of the albums I'm reviewing. It's pretty good. There's a lot of good songs on it. And then all of a sudden, it's just like. Wait a second! You produce this whole fucking thing, <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> yeah, well, me and uh, my my friend St. Patrick uh, produced M- and McConan, so we just like McConan would play piano or I play guitar or Patrick would play piano or something, and uh, we would just get songs that way. Yeah, and it's just crazy that you guys were on acid. I just didn't, just literally, literally would not would have not thought that. Like, it sounds very, it sounds so organized and like, you know what I mean? I I wouldn't have expected that to be a production of like a hallucinogenic like type of shit. Well, you know, it's just when you work together for a bunch, then you figure out how to, you know, how, what your strengths are and you can get things done faster. And you don't, you know, we were, we, everything was really like pop sensibility as far as like the structure of the songs, you know, verse, pre-chorus, chorus. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, we, I mean, we weren't that fucked up. I mean, we were, we were good. <laughs> we, could, yeah. we, could still, <laughs> yeah. we could still like get our job done. Yeah. You weren't like down the rabbit hole type shit. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he definitely is like a pop star first and foremost. Like that's what I've always liked about him. You know what I mean? I, I love the the way that he produces his songs. Like I know he met up with like um he was super tight with um like Mike Will made it and uh, Swaley and uh, who's the other dude? Slim Jimmy? Yeah, from Ray Shremard. Mm-hmm. Like I remember hearing something back in the day when it was like it was like yeah we just like lock in we make like so many fucking songs. You know what I mean? I would love to hear like those unreleased like McConan like uh Mike Will made it joints. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like Metro Boomin or something. Yeah, that would be crazy. Mm-hmm. He's worked with so many of like the best producers in the game. Like all of them. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And he, what was that one song? I don't know if he wrote the song for a little peep or like with him. That song, um, how the fuck does it go? It's like, uh, Cole, let's watch the rain as it's falling um, down. Yeah, it's, called, it's, it's called Falling Down. Yeah, Falling, falling Down. Did he yeah. write that? Yeah. Well, they. I think they made it together in like um, in England. Mm-hmm. in england Damn. yeah they did wow. like a bunch of a bunch of sessions in england pretty sure um yeah they for their album that they made together mm-hmm. yeah that shit, is, that shit is fucking wild wow yeah that's crazy because like yeah when that song came out like everybody like loved that song instantly like i remember it was played everywhere it was awesome yeah no it's just it's, it's just crazy is that the one with uh the guy from fallout boys on it too uh i think they added that one later there's a no no that's a different one um but i know what you're talking about yeah, yeah. It's McConan, Travis Barker, and um, uh, Lil Peep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that one, I know what you're saying. No, it's uh, Patrick Stump. Oh, yeah, that's from right. Fallout yeah, from Fall. Yeah, duh, exactly. Damn, <laughs> I'm stupid. It is crazy that Travis Barker is on like every song. You could probably just like say that and like probably be right. Yeah, I was going to have you Have you ever come across Travis Barker? Yeah, we did a song with Travis Hell Barker. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> nice. tell, tell us about that yeah. shit. Um, I was like so nervous. I mean, he was in a music video for us for a Jumex song called Spray Paint. And he played the drums on it, and he's like a humongous, like, and not even inspiration, just like he's a humongous superstar to me. Like, yeah, definitely. Growing mm-hmm. up, like Blink One Eight Two was like the shit to me. Mm-hmm. So meeting him was like fucking 
I didn't even know what to say. I was just super respectful, you know, what's up, sir? But he was like the nicest guy ever. It's crazy to see him kind of taking over the music industry at the at the moment. Like, like you were just saying, like he's on like pretty much like every song. Yeah, especially like if you're so many people are making pop punk now. Yep. Like everybody just like wants to have the Travis Barker feature. It's like it's everywhere. Yep. Uh, Trippy Red, Willow. He does it so fast. He's MGK. so good. He like can return like you. To give him like a song to, for him to drum on he'll re- send it back in like 20 minutes perfect really it's crazy damn yeah he's like a fucking scientist bro yeah 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 i, I yeah have you ever seen his shit with um what's that dude dj am you ever see that video of like yeah at the mtv awards yeah. or something like that them playing together that was one of my favorite videos i watched that so many times yeah it's so wild yeah just like uh for those of you who don't know or like or like troy or whatever like dj am is like a pretty legendary dj and like mm. He like yeah he would just mix like he would just do like remixes of like um- Umbrella or something right and then Travis Barker would just be like drumming along to it like impromptu really type shit yeah, he was doing it was like girl talk he was doing like mashup type shit and and uh, yeah Travis mm-hmm. was like playing the fucking drums was it didn't he just do that too with like Young Thug recently where like he yeah was he's on... gonna do Young Thug's album yeah <laughs> part yeah. of it right yeah he, he, I mean I, I don't know about the album that that's that's crazy but I know he definitely did a song that they did a whole performance together right the Tiny Desk performance yeah yeah, yeah right. That was really crazy. Yeah, that was, that was, that was, was that at his house in his backyard? Uh, I forget it wasn't where it even was. a tiny desk. It was like the full band, electric guitar. Yeah, and like they were like outside. Yeah, like, a tiny but, desk but at home. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And he's like, "Yeah, this is my house, and this, this is my house band type shit." Yeah, they but they were like usually tiny desk is like intimate, like little you know acoustic sets. But this was like a punk set, which is like kind of wild. Yeah, it was it was really crazy. Like he definitely redefined the meaning of uh of that. Yeah, <laughs> particular type thing. Mm. So okay. So since we're talking about like celebrities and shit, and since you've been here for two years, who is like the like that you can talk about like the craziest like c- celebrity that you've met, like the the just like the most starstruck that you've been, or like the most starstruck is when I met Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Holy shit! Oh right. wow! <laughs> I didn't even meet him. I was just next to him, but I was just like, oh my god, it's Anthony fucking Kiedis, and he was just like such a superstar. Like I was so starstruck. This was probably like five years ago. At a at the Odd Future show, it was the Odd Future show at the El Rey, and it was sick. It was like Tyler, Earl Sweatshirt, all those guys, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, he was backstage. I like wanted to take a picture with him so much. Yeah, but you, like, you weren't able to. Well, I just I was nervous. I didn't want to like get up and yeah. stuff. You mm-hmm. know, I but feel you. Now I don't get as starstruck because I just it happens every day. But like I feel like even now, if I saw Anthony Kiedis, I would freak out. Yeah, there's certain dudes where it's just like no matter how how big you are in the industry, it's like if you meet them, you know what I mean? It's like going to be like a rap. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, is that Jay-Z? What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just feel like I would never be in the same place as Jay-Z. Like, even if I was making music with him, like, I still wouldn't get to meet him. Like, so on that kind of vibe. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, there's like a ton of people separating you from <laughs> yeah. Jay-Z. Like, there's like a room of dudes separating you from Jay-Z. He's like the president. Yeah, he is like the president. That's so true. <laughs> this shit is crazy. Yeah, the craziest person I met so far is little baby. That was the one where I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Really, little baby? Yeah, I met yeah. him down in Atlanta. Um, we, I went to this wing spot down the block from the Kanye premiere. Yeah, and uh, he was outside like setting up his new restaurant next door. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, they were bringing like pallets of water in there and shit like that. And like me and my boys like walked up to him. And we're like, "Yo, like we don't mean to make this weird or anything. Can we just get like a picture? Like, what's up?" And then it was he, by the stadium. Uh, yeah, like like two blocks away. Oh, uh, sick. Yeah, I don't know if it's open yet. I didn't see the title of it, so I don't know if he wants like the address out there or whatever. But yeah, it's like uh, 
yeah, like two or three blocks away from the stadium. He probably wants to address out there. It's a restaurant, right? It's, it's on MOK Drive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, it's across from the Chick-fil-A. Yeah, it's it's dope. It's a new spot that he's opening up. It looks really dope when you go inside. But yeah, he was just so nice. And he just let us inside. He was taking pictures with us individually, asking us like where we went to school, where we're he's from. He's killing it. I think he's doing good marketing. He wants to be like in the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Like, um. That, that's that's the one thing that i i got from atlanta like i feel like um rappers really feel like at home there and they feel like they could be safe in certain ways you know what i mean everyone that i talked to like i talked to this rapper chavo who, who who's there yeah uh, like friend of the pod whatever um and he he was saying the same thing he's like yeah i don't feel unsafe out here like you you move like correctly everybody's very nice like you know what i'm saying like the southern comfort type thing i love atlanta it's so fun yeah for sure Oh, wait, you're going to play another... Oh, no, I just wanted to stand up. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you look like you're getting into performance mode or some shit. Oh, no, I just, I just wanted to stand up. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I, but going back to that Anthony Kiedis story, I can't believe that he was at an Odd Future concert of all places. Odd Future is popping, especially back then. They were like the new hot... It was probably 2014 or something. 2000, yeah, yeah, 2014. Yeah. When After he came out with like... Uh, I think it was like Wolf? No, yeah, it was like Wolf. No, yeah, nah. I was, it was definitely for Wolf because they played Tamale. Oh yeah, that was like oh, yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah. He always has one of those songs on the album where it's like that's like the the like hype concert song or something. Yeah, yeah, that song is so tight live. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> that shit was a lot of fun. I I've been to an Odd Future concert. It's it's super dope. Have you ever been to a Death Grips concert? No, I haven't. No, I, I wish. wish. I hope they go back on tour. I hope they make another album in the future. But I would love to do that. Yeah, that, that would, sounds so fun. That would be fucking sick. Yeah, I love the way that they present themselves because when when they're not um, performing with each other, or they're not making an album. They just like pretend it doesn't exist. I feel like that's good because like you don't want it to get stale. No, I agree. Like they just turn it online for an album and a tour, and then it's like, uh, okay, we're gonna cancel the tour. We're gonna stop for like two years. That's it. You know, they, what I'm saying? You know they're what I'm saying? wild. I remember they. I think they like we're gonna go on tour with like Lady Gaga, and they just like canceled it. <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, it was like Lady Gaga and Nine Inch Nails, or, or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was Nine Inch Nails because I was gonna go see them actually in um uh somewhere in New Jersey, one of those like PNC Bank Art Center. That's it. I was gonna go see them, Nine Inch Nails, and I think it was like Dillinger Escape Plan or something. Wow, that would have been so tight. Yeah, and then they they dropped out. I I I drove all the way to uh or no, I took the bus all the way to Chicago to see them at Pitchfork, and they canceled too. They were, they were having this era where it was just like, they just would not fucking show up at shows. Like It was like, I was trying to find these guys all across the damn country. And it makes it crazy. It gets you talking about them, though. And it gives you like a a reputation of being like out of control, edgy, you know? Yeah, 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 for sure. And I feel like that's definitely what they're going for. And I feel like, uh, have you listened to Andy's new uh, A2B2 radio at yeah, all? Yeah, it's so sick. Yeah, I feel like that's a similar vibe where it's like crazy off the wall. Mm-hmm. I, I got to definitely show you that, Troy. Mm-hmm. That shit is crazy. Yeah, he his music is so fun. Like it's just rage music and dancey, or it can be dark. It can be it can be whatever. He's like really gifted. Yeah, and you were telling us earlier, like off mic, uh, you said something about like the way that he makes music is very like unorthodox, right? It's very like he plays like the wrong way or something like that. No, you said? not the wrong way, but he'll just like he'll get recording. He'll he'll just like we'll just record for like twenty minutes of just like the room, what's happening in the room, and he can like hmm. chop that up into a beat. He really likes to like you know fuck up samples, you know. Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. Oh, he likes he like does like field recordings like of like like we'll just be in here talking or just like uh... basically, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's pretty fucking crazy the way that he does that. Yeah, yeah, I like couldn't imagine. <laughs> I couldn't imagine being in the studio like with him and shit as he did that. What's up? Can I get that the puff? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh yeah, sure, no problem, bro. 
yeah but like um <clears throat> do you do you get to watch him like take those field recordings and like turn them into like structured songs yeah sometimes i'm in there but i'm not in there all the time because i'm also doing my own thing you know but like every you know i'll pop in there sometimes we'll play guitar or something mm-hmm. or he'll be playing drums it's like a very like welcoming type thing like you just like come in and like do your shit yeah well sometimes he's really busy and i don't mess with him because he's like you know he's on his he's on his shit but like you know like when he first gets there or something like that we can like you know jam out you know get you know get warmed up and stuff before we go to our sessions because i usually if i'm there i'm with another artist or something oh yeah and like the same uh, stu- it's like the same like studio space or something essentially, yeah there's right? like multiple rooms and stuff okay so he's like next door like across the hall or some shit yeah that's fucking crazy <laughs> that, wow. bro i like could not like yeah I, I connecting with that guy this year man i like it was a dream come true for me because i Troy Troy knows how big of a Death Grips fan I am. Oh yeah, you know what I mean he's a huge fan. I don't shut the fuck up about them all like, the time. <laughs> Was it his PlayStation name is Death Grips? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. two eyes. Yeah, that's from like 2013 or something. Like, yeah, like you know what I mean. Uh, I saw them twice. I saw them once with my. Uh, I brought my girlfriend there. She's like really short, like five foot, and she was into Taylor Swift. Like that was like her music, <laughs> and she just got fucked up by some dudes in the front row. Really? <laughs> There's some dudes probably like your height, but like three times your weight type oh, shit those people are probably out of control wide motherfuckers like you know what i mean <laughs> they yeah they're like just fucking were thrashing and she's like ah she like went to the side and she's like you can go in there if you want <laughs> mcconan loves uh taylor swift really yeah. really <laughs> that's, that's his jam taylor swift yeah for sure you guys listen to taylor swift on your on your trips for like inspiration uh no <laughs> what were we listening to we were listening to like um a lot of we listen to like the cure mm. we listen to like a lot of 80s music like rick james shout out rick james uh reg music a lot of like dub and stuff mm-hmm. um i don't know yeah we watched a lot of um like uh lady gaga music videos and shit like that like because he wanted to be like a like a pop superstar hey, like, it's like my like, parade it's like he's yeah. like that he's like the head of the parade <laughs> like the fucking biggest float type shit yeah, he's yeah. definitely like, you know, the prom queen. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> he's, he's so eccentric. It's fucking crazy. Did did he ever tell you about like like how, when he connected with Drake? He ever, has he ever told you about those kind of stories or anything like that? Because that's like a, another legendary. Like Apparently Drake reached out to him because he was, Makona was like the hottest artist in Atlanta in like 2013 or 14 or something right. like that. And mm-hmm. he had like all these songs. He had his own style. You know, like nobody else was rapping. Like he did this thing where he was like, like he would just like rap and then like pause and then keep going. Like the club's going up on a two. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like mm-hmm. you know, the hesitation type thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, I don't know, it was a crazy era. He said that Drake just like reached out to him and like he was like living at his mom's house or something. <laughs> I feel like that's always how it starts. <laughs> You're just like living at your mom's house and like a superstar fucking hits you up. I mean, yeah, it's just like definitely. That's like the, one of the biggest artists of all time. So Drake, yeah, 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 that's so crazy. Yeah, I, I've seen him perform that song live, like on stage, and people were going nuts for it. People were like, "On a Tuesday." You know yeah, that like, song is a, definitely a classic song of like the last like six years or something. Five such years. a fucking un- oh, it's awesome. Yeah, not even under. I wouldn't even say underrated banger. Just like if that comes on at the club, it's just nobody's gonna nobody's mad at that. Yeah, and <laughs> even even like to this day, like you can play it and it's popping. Like some songs that are like big are like you got to get sick of them, you know, after a while, like mm-hmm. that one, like you can put it on t- 2025. It'll be popping. No, exactly. Like 
Yeah, I think like um, I remember when that song came out too. Like everybody, just like every playlist, every time you go to the bar, every time you t- in an Uber, like you know what I mean. It's like one of the songs just fucking everywhere. It was just nuts. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, just it's fucking crazy. I, I love that dude, man. I would love to uh, pod with him as well. One one of these one day. You should. I feel like he would t- totally do it. You think so? Yeah, you just pull up on him. Dope. Yeah. Yeah, we should do that. Either like when we both come back here, or, like would he do Zoom? You think? Probably. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can try it. Now. Fuck it, man. We should try it for sure. We should definitely try and do that. I would love to do it like uh, in person, though. That would be that would be pretty sweet. Even like the four of us or some shit. He's and he's got a cool studio space in Oregon. That's like a cool place to do it at. You know, good yeah. vibes over there. Yeah, play man. basketball. Really? Oh shit! Oh, does really? he have a Does he have a like hoop or like a court or something? Yeah, it's pretty good too. He has a court. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh my god, that's sick. Yo, he, okay. I got to get my basketball skills ready. Yeah, man. Dude, I've, I've been getting ready. This dude is good. Yeah, like, um, yeah, because was uh, I live in like South Philly, and like, there's like so many like public basketball courts. So like, I always do pickup games around Philadelphia there. Philadelphia has crazy basketball, dude. It's insane. Such good ballers. Oh my god! Like, especially like, um, because like people I play with like are like in high school, and like they're literally dunking, and I'm just like, how the fuck are you dunking at like five eight? You know what I mean? Like they just go flying through the fucking air. Dude, it's just so like, I don't know. I'm, I'm a huge basketball fan. You you know, especially like being from uh, Philly. Are you still uh, keep up with um, like the NFL and shit? Like, my bad. <laughs> no, you're good. Oh, actually, if you want to play a song? It'd be great. No, too. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about the NFL though. No, bro. I can maybe play and talk at the same time. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Good one. I'm playing one-handed right now, by the way. <laughs> no, that's a good set. So like living um so Virginia, what was your team? The Washington football team? <laughs> we called them the Redskins, but they are the Washington football team now, yeah. And I'm still a supporter of the team. Yeah. For sure. Let's say how do you like the name? Uh, the like, Washington football team? It's, yeah. It's not a name. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. This is controversial, but I think that the um that the team the Redskins team name was very important and I think that the I don't. I don't know. I don't trust the Washington Post, but the Washington Post ran a story saying that like Native Americans approved of the name, they had pride in the name, and I don't know who was actually offended by the name or ca- who canceled the name, but I, f- I have a feeling that it wasn't na- Native Americans. It was like just like people are saying that you can't say that, you know. So yeah, I see what you're saying. But like, I don't know. I think they're gonna pick a new name soon, and I'm a little salty over it, but it's okay. I mean, this is the times we live in. Mm. No, yeah, yeah. I remember like too when like they first like like changed the name. It was just like it was really out of nowhere. It was like nobody asked you to do this, but then you just did it. But like you know the internet people. Yeah, and I think that's why they didn't switch the. Na- I mean, it also was really important to get the name right. But like they didn't switch the name super fast because like people are like s- still kind of shocked about it that the name actually changed because like the team was so important to the city. Yeah, you know that was like everything I cared about when I was growing up. No, I, I feel that. I can imagine because I'm like a Giants fan because I live pretty close to the stadium and shit. I, I always, yeah. My grandpa always used to bring me, bring me to the games. And, the, you know, the Giants are fucking terrible. Uh, they're embarrassing to watch. Once in a while, they do real good. But the one thing holding on is like definitely the – I mean, I think the name is fire and I think like the logo and everything is fire. But if they ever had to change it to like the New York like if football they're saying, team. Like it's being um... – like prejudice against giant people yeah something like that like giant <laughs> or something like that yeah 
it's like all the Giants are just like, I'm offended, dude. What the fuck? But uh, yeah, that would be crazy. Um, and that would suck. Uh, and I would definitely that would be like the last vestige of like me caring about them. No, you'd still like them because like it's still your hometown team. It, the whole thing is it, it. The stadium is located in Jersey. Yeah. It's like nowhere near New York, but they're still the New York Giants. So if they were the New York football team and like. Five yeah. minutes away from me in Jersey, I'd be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> it's not even right." Yeah, <laughs> like, I think he's making the New Jersey football team. You know what I'm saying? No, I know what you're saying. Well, Washington plays in Maryland, about 20 minutes outside the city. Really? Not. I don't know how many teams play in the city. Like Pittsburgh plays in the city. Baltimore plays in the city. Uh, Philly. Philly does. Yeah, yeah. The Eagles do. Yeah. Whatever team is Atlanta, is that Falcons? Uh, yeah, the Falcons. Yeah, they play. They play at the Mercedes. Dallas Stadium. plays in Arlington. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. San Francisco plays in like. Um, some other city yeah yeah that shit's dumb <laughs> but but um yeah here let's uh you wanna play some more guitar if you want yeah yeah hell yeah I'll... Like, like upbeat, you know what I mean yeah yeah play some 80 could you play some 80 shit yeah. uh, like synth type shit uh like let's see if this tone works for it <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah, that's yeah, dude. That was awesome. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Yeah, you guys just tell me what you want. Yeah, let's, let's see. That'd be cool if I made an album with like all like fan feedback. Be like, yeah, do that. <laughs> yeah, we're like, yo, that shit sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you know what? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I didn't like it either. Thanks for. That. I could use that, but I feel like there would be so many trolls online. Be like, oh yeah, that's not even that hard to play, or like whatever. <laughs> I like, feel like you could totally do that over Twitch or something like there's that. There's so many I mean? haters. Oh yeah, you could definitely do it in, like Twitch, like in, with all those like comments and shit that people put in there. Yeah, because I see you doing it on your story all the time. Like you go live and you'll just play guitar for like an hour. Yeah, and then I'll uh, ask people what they want. But then it's like doesn't really matter. Yeah, and so. I feel that. I feel like on I feel like Instagram is like a dying platform. I think twi- uh, Twitch is definitely like the new shit. Really, I I, cool. I really I really think you would do good on Twitch, honestly. Yeah, I should do Twitch, and I see I see a bunch of Purdue like Young Skirt is on there, and mm-hmm. he's like mm-hmm. killing it, and then like Kenny Beats is on there. Yeah, everybody, even the dude from uh, Lincoln Park. Um, the fuck is his name? Not Shinoya. Yeah, Mike Shinoda. Yeah, Mike he Shinoda, um yeah. he he goes live on Twitch every day, and he makes beats, and then he has people like. He makes fire beats. Yep. Yeah. He makes, he has people, he's almost similar to Andy where he has like people submit shit and yeah. then he produces it or he like has a hand in it or just curates it or something like that too. So, yeah. Such a legend. But I feel like, yeah, again, I, uh, going back to what I was saying, I feel like you'd be good on there because like you can just like start playing guitar and then people are like, oh, that's fire. Could you do more of this? And you're like, all right. You know I mean? Yeah. And I can make beats too. That'd be cool. Yeah. You should definitely do that, man. We got to We got to transition over to Twitch, man. Dude, honestly, like I'd much rather be on Twitch. Like Instagram, like we're like one track away of like getting deleted. Yeah, <laughs> really. Instagram yeah. is annoying for what? Man. For playing music? Uh, sometimes that. Well, sometimes that. Yeah. Some, um, yeah. Our like sim posts that we post in the beginning of the thing. Oh, like edgy memes. Yeah. Yeah, or like a like in the beginning, like when we first started, I was just trying to get like a uh, like benchmarks. 
like i wanted to get uh, my goal was to get like 300 likes on a post or something right mm-hmm. so i'm like all right let me just post a bunch of pictures of like caliuchis and like all these like babes or whatever and we call it like sim posting and that was once a week. So that would do well for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone loved it, but Instagram. Yeah. And then Instagram would block it. And then it would be like, your account is about to be deleted. And it's like, bro, <laughs> you know how many reviews I wrote? Like, you're just going to delete. <laughs> it's like a pitchfork was just like deleted one day. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> just like the whole gone. thing. All of it's gone. That's, that's why I don't like Insta. Yeah. Instagram. I mean, I've been like taken down from Instagram before. It's yeah. Like, right. And Facebook, they're the same people. So. Yeah, just like it's just the fucking algorithm that's like uh, they need to bring Boosie back. What? Yeah, yeah, they need to bring Boosie back. <laughs> Let me back on Twitter, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they're taking people off Instagram. Like, come on, like let people say like even if it's what they're saying is wrong, then like we can have a discussion about it. But don't just take them off because that just like makes it not fair. It's so funny because we'll get a ban for something like um it'll, it says like oh you're using an outside app to get likes or something, which is like not true. It just like assumes that, mm-hmm. and then it's like file a complaint, and you hit like file a complaint, and it's like thank you for filing a com- complaint. We'll we'll like search it over, and then they don't like. <laughs> there's no mechanism to reach them and be like, yo, yeah, at they all. They don't really care. No, they don't they're, give a fuck. They're fun. raking in money. That's whatever. There's so many profiles and shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Fucking Mark Zuckerberg. I get like fucking thirty messages a day from fake accounts too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Oh, all the time. All of our comments are fake. Yeah, every time we post anything, like it's always like, all these bots commenting shit. It's so annoying. Yeah, I mean, they got to get rid of the bots. I don't know if they can, but... They got to fight those bots. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking... Uh, what's that Will Smith movie? Well, iRobot? Yeah. <laughs> we got to fight the bots like iRobot. Do you guys know uh, uh, RX Nephew? He's a rapper? Uh, No, not familiar. Oh, yeah. he like just like raps for like... It's like a podcast, basically. He like raps for like 10 minutes straight, and he's got this song where he's like talking shit about Will Smith. It's so funny. Really? Yeah, it's hilarious. Actually, we gotta listen to that after um, this. I would love to. Yeah, I love some Will Smith hate every now and then. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit too. Yeah, sometimes there's too much Will Smith love. <laughs> just like, come on, man. No, he's just like is like a funny rapper. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like everything he says is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love those type of dudes. Like, uh, like Lil B. Yeah, he's kind of like Lil B, but he's like rapping, rapping for real. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But Lil B's like good rapper too. Yeah, Lil B. Yeah, once in a while he proves himself and he can like he he he. The thing about him that was always so funny to me. Like, he came out in, like, 2011 or 2010, I feel like, like yeah. around that era. And anytime he would come out, it would just be, like, uh, fuck, hold on. What was I going to say? Hold on. <laughs> this is one of those things that we were talking about when we got high and you would lose the point. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> like, I have this amazing point. Yeah, then, we're going to, forget. See, we're going to fix this in editing. What was I going to say? Oh, this is what he did. He always did these controversial songs where he would pop out and it would just be, like, I'm Martha Stewart. I'm Martha Stewart. And then the game would be like, he is destroying rap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's ruining rap. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But it was just fun. Yeah. Or he made the album, like, I'm gay or whatever. And, yeah. and the game was like, bro, you can't do that, man. Like, you can't name <laughs> an album. In parentheses, that. it says, like, I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. But then, and then, and then he would be like, okay, like, to prove to the haters that I can actually do this, let me release, like, Angel's Exodus or something. And it would just be like him, like, like, deep ass thoughts, like, like, Going. I think he got charted a charting album for uh, world music. Really? He had like an instrumental <laughs> album that was just like like ambi like the shit that I've been doing on guitar. Yeah. And he would just be like freestyling basically on synths. And I think it charted for the world music charts. That's incredible. Oh my god, <laughs> dude, that's nuts. Uh, oh my god, shout out him. Oh my god, I I love the way Lil B makes music. It definitely reminds me of like what you're doing type shit. Where it's just he has this whole album where it's just like um we had a song with Lil B on the album. 
Oh, uh, more bitches than the mayor. Yeah, I got more bitches than the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> got more bitches than the mayor. Did you did you link up with him or did he just send it to you? He just sent it. Ah, okay, okay. Mm. We were gonna get Wiz Khalifa on it too, but I can't believe like we didn't. He just did like a quick freestyle. We wanted like some more direction to the song. Yeah, but he definitely liked the song. He like I think he like might have like put it on like a mixtape or something. Yeah, I listened to that and it was weird the way he did it. He really just took your guys' song. It was just straight up I Love Makona for like two minutes. Yeah. And then it's like Wiz Khalifa lazily like freestyling over like the last minute of it or something. Yeah, that's what happened. And that's why I didn't go on the album. But I, Wiz Khalifa is one of my all-time favorite. Really? So, yeah, that's, I was kind of disappointed. Ah, I, damn. Yeah. Some, sometimes you meet your heroes and it's like... No, he, he wasn't you, like mean or no, anything. No, not mean. Some, sometimes you meet... I'm sorry. Uh, let me refer, that, uh, sometimes you meet people who <laughs> you are uh, like inspirations to you yeah. and like you get the the moment in your grasp and then it just kind of like something happens and it kind of like slips a little well, bit like he probably is super busy yeah and, like, no i feel that and he, he probably wasn't gonna get paid that much you mm-hmm. know for i don't know yeah could have maybe i don't know the deal i don't know what was going on but no i know but i mean i still liked it it was like funny he's like i'm so high he says i'm so high for like the whole verse because <laughs> yeah. he like literally was probably so high uh, yeah <laughs> Wait, and where'd you get the inspiration for this verse <laughs> well <laughs> i was so high <laughs> i was getting real high yeah um but he, i think he, they have another song together too uh mcconan and, and Lil b um yeah from like five years ago international or something mm-hmm. like that or like oh go global that's the name of it yeah that's a crazy fucking song <laughs> Yeah, it, a little B is definitely like a a huge inspiration to me at least. I don't know. I just love the way that he just doesn't give a fuck. He just puts out whatever. I want to I want to make bass rock. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think that's a, a genre that doesn't exist, and I think you should make it. I think people have done, like Frank Zappa has done it before Bass God, but like pe- okay. But I want it to be like just freestyling, hmm. nothing, little to no editing, really trippy. Okay. You know, all because I I could probably make like hundreds of songs. I mean, people are probably like they're probably shitty. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> but they're fun. I don't know. They're based. Yeah, they're just yeah, based. Yeah, we don't care. Or it's based. Yeah, yeah. It's no. the real truth. It's not no faking over here. No pre- con- contrived, preconceived notions of what you're doing. You're just coming off the top of your head, the most true form, you know, of uh, creation. Yeah, that's where you get the best stuff. I feel like going off of being uh free and like just like saying what you got to say you know what i mean getting it off your head but yeah you should definitely you should definitely patent that like quote-unquote genre because it's like it's been done before just like everything even like hyper pop it's like like y- y- like it's been done before obviously. it's just dubstep it's just dubstep <laughs> and no, it's just, just like joking. uh 2000s rate like sandstorm <laughs> yeah yeah you know what i mean type of shit or like mm-hmm. uh all that it's like 90s freestyle like it just always existed but yeah. now they just took it and they put it kind of reminds it. me more of like uh like broken side or like um well it depends on the person yeah, yeah like, or like uh like 303 metro station where it was like rock it was kind of like pop rocky like emo a lot of people like singing like well there it's pop the pop yeah then it's like also electronic music so it's kind of like that too yeah because i feel like with hyper pop like it started off with like um ag cook and um sophie and all the shit that they were making uh i always thought that was called bubblegum bass but that's so it started off as bubblegum bass exactly yeah. Yeah, it started off as that, and and every song kind of sounded the same. Like it was like, um, like they would have um some sort of British uh squeaky voice like woman, over. So it would be like GTF or GF OTY, or yeah. it would be um like Cecil Believe or something. It was like a roster of like five people. Yeah, and they would all just sound the same. And then that's how Sophie came about. Like people thought that that was uh one girl singing over electronic music, but at the time it was you know um it was Sophie who was making the beats. 
and uh it was like these other women would basically come in and like sing sing over the song so that's how it started and then it went from there to uh like new people fucked it up like 100 x came in and that's when the dubstep came in and the broken yeah. side stuff that you're saying kind of came in and then like alice uh longo uh Gally came in and she like did even crazier stuff and yeah. fraxium food house like even like shy girl or like charlie xcx out of the uk came in and they did a more traditional type of hyper pop like more more like uh like it's like pop over just rave music yeah, I mean, so there's a whole bunch of different stuff within it. I don't even understand what it means anymore. Yeah, it's, I, I'm like really into it though. Like I make, I try to make, I don't know, I don't make hyper pop necessarily, but I just try to like mix a bunch of genres together. I like to go fast. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. to go to be distorted and crazy, you know. So like, I like that part of it. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely like a lane for everybody. There's definitely a lane where it's like. um it's just like more like pure to just like pop music, and then it's more to the hyper side of it, where it's like a uh, little Texas or something. It's like two two hundred BPM. Yeah, that's beats only. Well, that's like, like tech. That's like hard style techno. But right, and, the, and then um, but then they have like a lot of rapper artists that are like I make hyper pop, like, like Blade or uh, even like Young Lena. Like yeah. Lil Tecca mm. says he makes hyper pop. Wait, so, really? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't really. Like, I didn't like know if that. you go on YouTube and go like hyper pop type beat, yeah, it'll be like Lil Tecca, Lil Uzi Vert type beat. Oh, oh yeah, or even like Playboy Cardi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I yeah, people are considering like uh, "Control" by Playboy Cardi a hyper pop song. Yeah, I it's, don't, I don't know what it is anymore. I don't know either. Yeah, it's it's really really insane. It's just like a, it is like a catch-all genre thing, just like what you were saying with the bass rock or whatever. Like, I feel like if you solidify that term, it would be like millions of offshoots, like rappers. Damn, if I had my crap. own Spotify playlist, that's what I want. That's what I'm saying, man. Bass rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look you up, man. Yeah, I'll be out here soon. I might be working at one of not. I'm not not Spotify. I won't say what it is, but like one of those types of companies. So oh, sick. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it, man. <laughs> we'll do it, man. So yeah. Shout out Rob. Shout out Rob Ford. Crack smoking mayor. And they coming all flavor. Coming all flavor. And they're coming off flavor. I got more bitches than the mayor. I got more bitches than the mayor. I got more bitches than the mayor. And they're coming off flavor. And they're coming off flavors. And they're coming off flavors. My girl Susie took me to the movie. She never been a groupie. Like my girl Shannon. Me up when I'm landing. From out of town bending. This is how I'm handling. And I got too many bras. Switching bitches like I'm switching, switching cars To my little on the face on FaceTime Britney ringing me saying it's playtime So I'm cruising down the Ave Picking up bitches on the staff And it feels ironic I can't deny it but I got more bitches than the mayor Got more bitches than the mayor I got more bitches than the mayor And they coming all flavors and they come in all flavors. I got more bitches than the mayor. I got more bitches than the mayor. And they come in all flavors. And they come in all flavors. I got a bitch in Oakland. Life short, what are you smoking? I got more bitches than A Rod. And I'm still young now, thank you, bass guy. Going up on a Tuesday. Catch me in the club with the groupies. Yeah, I love Macaulay. And that old still room still open. Yeah, I love the flags. 
I keep a pretty bitch. I'm a player, not a pimp. I got more bitches than the mayor. I got more bitches than the mayor. They come in all flavors. And they come in all flavors. And they come in all flavors. I got more bitches than the mayor. I got more bitches than the mayor. And they come in all flavors. And they come in all flavors. And they come in all flavors. Oh yeah, I mean, I know a lot of the lyrics. I don't know. I haven't practiced singing and playing at the same time though. But yeah, that's dope. <laughs> What's another good one? Um, two sex is fire. Two uh, sex is good. I like my parade. Um, yeah. We could do Tuesday. Oh no, you didn't produce that one. Yeah. <laughs> this is the I love McConan hour. Why you keep raining on my parade? Keep raining down on my parade. I'm growing up as a youngin'. I would think of that so often. Never thought of it since this Sunday. Here's a good one. Never thought that I could find a way. Many battles I fought and I lost them. Many hearts I stole and crossed them. Never thought I'd get my own this way. Sunny skies don't come around often. Most nights I'm cold and coughing. That's why I'm marching loud today. Why you keep raining down on my parade? Why you keep raining down on my parade? I've been thinking about leaving for some time. Okay. Find a place where I like a little sunshine. Cause, Cause I'm tired of all the shade. <laughs> I was thinking I'd get away too. I don't know the sweet way I can play cool. Even the hottest day. I was sitting here feeling exhausted. At work, I hear my boss shit. Oh, why they treat us all the same? Good advice don't come around often. Most times I talk with caution. I can see some clouds from miles away. Why you keep raining down on my parade? Why you keep raining down on my parade? Why you keep raining down on my parade?
shaking. Wow. So good. Good shit. Yeah, I'm going to turn this down for a second. Yeah. Damn, Ryan. Podcasting, you know, falls through. You can always go into singing, man. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was fun. Damn, was this just a tryout to get onto the fucking music music scene? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah. It's, right. my, it's my audition. It's audition. Yeah. Hey, can, uh, can you pause this real quick? <laughs> Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Good yeah. shit, man. I didn't know this. Uh, I didn't expect this is where this would go. <laughs> it's fun. Me either. I didn't think I was gonna have to sing and play guitar at the same time. I, I haven't practiced uh, that album yet. Yeah, that's good shit. It's usually it's McConan singing it. We need you over here, buddy. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah backup singer. Seriously, that's yeah. a backup singer. <laughs> Bring me on tour. <laughs> uh, damn, that's crazy though. Yeah, you guys would be crazy live though. That would be you. You'd come out with like the guitar and shit. Oh yeah, for sure. We'd rock it. That's dope. I feel like I feel like uh, a lot of like rap performances nowadays are definitely lacking that. Like I saw Kendrick back in the day, and he did a. Um, He's got a band, right? He did like Good Kid, Mad City mm-hmm. with the full band. Yeah, you know what I mean. So anytime he would like say like a crazy line, the guy would do like a drum fill or some shit. Yeah, it's just like especially in person, it's so much better. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? For sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like that'll be definitely a super cool like concert to go to for people to go to because it would just be like a live. A real like live performance. Like again, he's a super good singer. You're a super good guitar- guitar- yeah, good guitarist. I'm sure you'd have a drummer type shit, right? Or whoever. Yeah, like, be, and Makona would be playing piano too. So yeah, that would Ooh, be wow. That would yeah. be fucking. Nuts. That would really be like his parade. Like he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's so sick. Yeah, you know I, mean? like, I dropped my debut, and now I'm like on the the parade. Yeah, like the parade tour. Yeah, <laughs> type he shit. makes all these all the synths on the album. He makes all of them. Really? Yeah, he plays the piano for all the production on the whole album. So. Yeah. Damn, he's a fucking virtuoso, bro. Yeah. Shout out McConan uh, again. Again, thanks for the merch. Um, yeah, I think that should be, I think that should do it for the for the episode. We'll definitely use all or one or two of those songs in there for sure. Because uh, that shit was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, anything you want to plug before we uh, turn off the focus right? Um, um, my friend Payday is going to be dropping the album soon. Shout out. Uh, in the next, I don't know, in the next month or so. Um. Andy's uh, dropping music. Andy Moran's dropping music, and Makona's got a song on there. Um, yeah, so just keep your keep your eyes out. There's a, a bunch of good artists out here under underground or underappreciated that we need to check out. Yeah, for sure. That's what we're trying to spotlight here. That's our whole that's our whole goal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For sure. And uh, where can we find you on like socials if uh, people are trying to follow you? My Instagram is Poppy Scoville, um, like the Scoville rating, like the heat rating. And it's P O P I S C O V I L L E, and then that's the only place I'm at right now, really. And on I'm on SoundCloud, I guess, and I'm on I'm not even on Twitter anymore because I'm I'm scared of Twitter. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, thank you for listening to the Anti Podcast, aka Anti Radio. We're getting played out with a song real quick. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Take care.